Welcome to the Tabletop Nights podcast. My name is Victor. I'm joined by Greg, Josh, and our very special guest, Ella, aka Ella Loves Board Games. Um, also, from uh, you also have a podcast. Do you want to quickly shout that out as well? Oh, uh, me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I do have a podcast, um, Variable Player Power. So it's not just board games, it's pop culture, it's queer news, everything. We talk a lot about Animal Crossing because we're obsessed <laughs> with it right now. Yeah. But yeah, so it's more like hanging out with friends um, with Danny and Theo. Yeah, so I actually, um, two years ago, I went uh, early February in 2018, I went to America and I did... Ooh. Uh, I actually met up with Danny at Disney World. Ah, um, and really? He, yeah, he helped me propose to my now wife. So he was filming oh, it while so I did it nice. all. And so it was really? a small world, really small world, because I was just talking to him about board games at the time. Um, yeah, so if he ever comes down to Australia, make sure you tell him to come visit me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I keep telling him to come. Yeah, yeah, it's hard now. Does, does that mean yeah. that Ella's to blame now for your marriage? Is that is that what we're saying? Is it going well? It's it's still all right. Yeah, actually, we haven't killed each other yet. In the oh good, that's the aim. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Actually, <laughs> actually, the the coronavirus has made us a bit closer because we th- I thought we might kill each other a little bit, but it's actually we're actually pretty chill because she's working from home and I'm yeah. not doing anything but playing video yeah. games. So. <laughs> same, same. Can I just say it's so great to have an international guest on our show? Someone from like Switzerland or where, where exactly are you from, Ella? Uh, so I came originally from the Philippines. That's where I grew up. Came here in 2008. Um, I started, well, I wasn't in teaching. I studied, this is a weird thing. So I studied um, applied fashion design and technology because I had a business in the Philippines. I made like baby slings and diapers and maternity wear. Then I went into teaching because there was no money in the other one. So (laughs) because there's lots of bucks in teaching. So I went into teaching. um, Yeah. And then I ended up doing board games. Now I'm the marketing and community coordinator for VR distribution. That's it's the like dream. Were you, yeah. were you into we, board we, games? We love VR. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Great, great. I love do, VR yes. too. It's like the yeah. best job ever. Were you, My, uh, back, were you into board games back in the Philippines or? No, uh, the usual, like I played Monopoly and Clue, like when I was hey, young. Hey, Greg might I laugh love. at that, but I, I want to play Monopoly right now if I could. So. Oh, we would go, like, I had friends who would, like, we would go in each other's houses and play it. It was, like, a running thing. So, because we didn't know any better. Um, But then, because when I was teaching, there were a group of my classmates who wanted to invite me over at Christmas. And they were playing, um, what what did we play? I remember somebody, uh, they were playing Catan in the other part of the room. And my friends were like, oh, we don't play that. So we played <laughs> a secret. So the, all the see, hardcore gamers were there. Um, we played uh, Secret Hitler, um, Seven Wonders, Dixit. But I see, I forgot the other one. But most of them I bought. So, and then after that was just, you know, and then 300 games later, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, I went from yeah, zero it's, to it's That's, that's the hobby. Josh has gone through that sort of the last six to eight months, I'd say. Um, yeah. From definitely. zero to a, a thousand. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, it. A thousand. Where are they? Because the background oh. there looks pretty clean. Where no, are no, they? I think, I think are you sitting? About, I, think, oh. I think it's talking about my thousand. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's the only reason that I started the Tabletop Nights is so that I could meet someone like Greg who can borrow, lend me board games. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, amazing. Far too many. 
Far too many. Uh, I uh, Speaking of dicks, we're actually meant to be playing that tomorrow. So have you been playing a lot of games um, since sort of isolation and stuff? Are you playing like online or? Yeah, I do actually. So I've been playing a lot of Concordia because I love Concordia. And it's so easy that implementation on, oh, I'm going to say it wrong. What what the Joe? What the Joe? So, <laughs> so I used to say what the Joe, whatever. So I was <laughs> totally wrong. Yeah, it's Concordia. Board game arena is pretty good. I'm really um, this is gonna be get me in trouble, but I'm really not a fan of Tabletopia or <laughs> Tabletop Simulator. It's just that it takes longer to play the game, and it's very fiddly. Like I played Gaia Project on Tabletop Simulator. Oh my god, all the bits and pieces I had to pick up. And then if you picked it up, it'll go under the board, and then you have to pick up yeah. the board, put up the. I'm like, ah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, you, do, you do get to flip the table, though. So that's, I know that yeah. was cool. That was yeah. cool at the end. Um, yeah. I would I would say yeah, I'd agree with you. Ninety percent of games are definitely slower on there. Um, hmm. Gloomhaven, though, I would say is sort of the opposite in some aspects. Like being able to just click the sticker on the board, on the map, and the cards flipping everywhere, that's really uh, intuitive. But I struggled to play Tabletop Simulator when I first started really getting into it because it was much slower. But because it's all we've been doing lately, I definitely feel like it's going to be weird going back to physical board games after (laughs) all this, to be honest. Weird to be seeing people, oh yeah. God, people over your house. Yeah, you're Can gonna you be imagine? you're gonna be outside <laughs> trying to pick fruit off trees and stuff from yeah, Animal I know. Crossing. Shaking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have it's my okay. tool belt. <laughs> I've I've got probably four PCs in my house, so we, you can all come here and go to a different PC. <laughs> okay. and it'll kind of feel normal. Then. As long as the social distancing, we're good. Yeah, I know. I, I find that confusing because there was news art. Somebody was talking. I forgot who it was. But he was like, yeah, you can have 10 people in a soccer field, but social distancing. How? Yeah, especially. <laughs> I don't know. How? Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. I'm not even sure what's happening. They're announcing new things right now. I sort of just um, stay out of it. Because I, I found when the first week I was watching the news all the time and it would actually stress me out a little bit. Aim. Yeah. yeah. Now I haven't watched for ages, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we do, just... we do have. Oh, sorry, go. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, we do have a topic that is sort of somewhat related to coronavirus. So, um, obviously, <laughs> we, we uh, especially the Tabletop Nights, every week, twice a week, we're at each other's houses, we're playing board games. Uh, we're still doing that through Tabletop Simulator, uh, but the solo games come out. The games that are even co-op that we're playing by ourselves. So, we thought we'd make like a little list. We've all brought two each um that uh we'll mention and, and quickly talk about two two minutes per board game roughly uh greg did you want to start did you, you said you wanted to steal one of josh's no <laughs> yeah i want to say all the ones that josh might say so no that's okay look i've actually brought up a few but I, I i won't spend two minutes on each but the latest one i've been tackling is nemo's war mm. like this is a pretty solid just solo you know, you're Captain Nemo trying to sink ships and battle creatures and things like that. So that one's great if you're into um, quite strategic play. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one, City of Kings. This oh is God, that's not gorgeous. a solo game. That's yeah. a nice box, yeah. It's a co-op game, but it, it's... Is it a million dollars? No, it's not. It was actually... <laughs> this is almost like... It's almost a Gloomhaven size box. But, yeah. Um, Again, that's just a dungeon crawler, but it's mm. easy enough to set up and play and just bash through. Um, this one's definitely not a solo game, but Everdell, yeah. it's such a beautiful game. The artwork mm. is amazing. And you can play it against uh, Rugwort, I think is the character's name in there. So it's an automata. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, you actually just roll a die and he takes cards out of the meadow. And if you don't grab the little right. events, he grabs them for, before you and right. no points, things like that. Hostage negotiator. We should have seen this one before. Ben Ryder, yeah. Um, there's a new version of this basically coming out. It's on Kickstarter at the moment called Fine mm. Girl. And that's based on, you know, those flicks where everyone's getting killed at the different, you know, the girls are all getting murdered by the psycho. Mm. Um, and you end up being the final girl who's having the battle against the baddie. So oh. it's quite a grim um, theme, but it's exactly the same mechanics. Yeah, good for that. the family. That one to bring that out. Yeah, <laughs> fam family fun. Yeah. Eat, uh, eat and up. <laughs> and, and the last one, uh, the last one is one that um, is quite suitable for this time at the moment, which is this war of oh, mine. Oh man, it's I heard that's like grim. It's very grim. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Do you go and answer the door and let the person in, or do you leave them to starve to death and things starve like that? Starve to death. Yep. Yeah. Good video game answer. as well. Very good video game. <laughs> but good it's game. just, it's got depth and it, it definitely works beautifully as a solo game. So that's me done. <laughs> which one, which one, if you had to, if you only pick one, which one would you do for the Probably rest Everdell. Of okay. Because oh, I, I just okay. really like it. I like playing with people and it's nice to play on your own because it just, when you get that perfect engine, Right. Uh, you've got your constructions and then you've got your critters and then you're trying to work out, is this the season for the farming or yeah. just... If you want to find all those wives, yeah. I like lots of wives on <laughs> yeah. my farm. Yep. That's Pairing the, um, with the husbands. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Mormon expansion. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Extra out wives. Of all, out of all your games as well, it seems like Everdale's probably the most um, suitable for pretty much every type of board gamer. Mm. Yeah, I would say so because... You know, um, Donna would always say, oh, this is too hard. You know, I'm not quite getting it. But that one, she just straight away, it just kind of made sense. You play a couple of hands and you just get it, which is what I love. One of the videos that's been picking up traction, I've been looking at the analytics, is, is your, the Greg did a wingspan uh, solo play uh, about, what, it's a year ago when the game first came out? I think it was about the first video I did yeah. on Tabletop Nights. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's, yeah, that's, Picking up traction ever since uh, lockdown. It was already getting there, but even especially the last you know three four weeks. Yeah. Um, how how is that? Would that is that a good game to play by yourself? Because I feel like when oh. we did the playthrough, I wasn't playing against other people anyway. To be honest. Yeah, it's a solo experience. It, it is but, definitely a solo experience for yeah. sure. No. Uh, the automata for any a lot of the Stonemaier games are really good. The experience is the same because there are some games that you play that. When the when you play the solo, it's like, oh, this is not the game it is, that it is. If you're playing with other people, I like when you do solo games that it's still the same game. So basically, that's what Wingspan is. Yeah. Okay. Anything. Uh, so Meyer, by the way, if you make a video out of it, people will watch it. It doesn't matter if you have Charter Stone, stream it. <laughs> is, is this prior to Wingspan or is this as of Wingspan? As of Wingspan. Okay. Yeah. Right. What What about Tapestry? Have you played that, Ella? Yes. I, because there was a lot of hate for Tapestry. I liked it because I, I like engine building games. I guess I didn't come into it with the expectation that it was going to be like a hardcore Civ game, which is what people were expecting. Well, because I read the, the write-up, like, oh, this is not a Civ. It is a Civ game theme, but it's not a Civ game in terms of play, I guess, for them. Yeah. Greg's oh, been I trying to it. get that on the channel for a while. I want to play. I've looked into it since you've mentioned it. And I think it looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think oh, yeah. I, I suppose I was concerned that it was all looks and no substance, but it's it's really quite good. 
If it were shorter, I think it would be more popular. I think because it's okay. long, it's two hours. It's just harder to get to the table. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been looking for like a short Civ game. Um, it's pretty hard to find just because of the genre, like short Civ game, pretty hard. Mm. I liked it. Mm. Like, yeah. He doesn't have to pay me to say that. <laughs> no. Oh, we're not paying Ella either, are we? Uh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm paying you. <laughs> um, so, uh, Josh, do you want to give us one? Sure. I, I, um, I stuck to the, the the guidelines of bringing two yeah, rooms, by too. the way. I know what happened. <laughs> I, uh, I spent two minutes on five. That's not bad. Come on. <laughs> That's, That's not bad. I'll, um, I won't speak too much about mine as well, but I, I went a bit out of the box. So I, I know Wingspan has a really good automata. Um, I know there's some games like Friday, which I mentioned in, in a preview a couple of weeks ago, which are just solo game experiences. But I thought I'd bring a few that, um, that I personally, before I played them solo, probably didn't expect them to be good solo and was surprised when I found I enjoyed them um, a lot in, in a solo mode. And the first one that I'll mention is the networks. So this one's, yeah. So this one's a bit, um, this one's a bit obscure in terms of its theme, but that's what, that's what really captured me. Um, It's, it's a, it's a different theme from what you generally see in a board game. So basically you're running a you're running a TV network, and you've got a variety of stars you can take off the table and shows and ads, um, and basically that's kind of the the theme of the game. But in the in the solo variant, um, it does a really clever thing where it uses these pink network cards as almost like your timer, and every time you do an action, say you take a star off the table or you take a show to add to your run list um you have to flick flick up one of the pink cards and it tells you what you need to remove from the table and if you ever have say you're asked to remove a star and you don't have any stars left to remove from the table you're basically that's your timer so if that happens to i think it's four times throughout the whole game um you lose mm-hmm. and basically I'm not one to really like solo games that have point systems like you're playing up to a point yeah, beat the, yeah, beat certain yeah, yeah, beat, score. Beat score. Um, but I don't see another way that it could work in this game. And I actually mm. felt like the tension of trying to get to that 260 points by the end of that fifth season um, was was actually really good. So that that's one kind of out of the box, but I really enjoyed the solo experience with the networks. Like um, I'd be more than happy to play it solo probably more than playing with other people um, because I, I thought the solo variant was that strong in this game. Mm. Um, the other one I bought, which is um, another one that can be played with up to four players, but I felt like it worked really well solo is set a watch. Mm. Um, okay. This one came out in 2019 um, game by uh, Todd Walsh and Basically, in Setter Watch, you are adventurers, and the name Setter Watch comes from every night you need to set one of your four adventurers to basically stay at the campsite and um, get firewood or scout out different areas and things like that. But you can only set, you, you control four characters, even in the solo variant, 
if you're obviously playing with four players, you can take one character each, or if you're playing with two, you take two character characters each. But it's actually not difficult to play four different characters in this game because really all you're doing for each character is rolling three dice. Okay, so it's not a lot to keep track of then. No, there's not. The values of those three dice are basically what you use to attack the creatures in each little dungeon you work through. Yeah, because that's Um, good. That's it. That sounds a bit like, and that's where Subterra games like that, which are co-ops, but there's Mm. not a lot of accounting, which makes it hard. You know, even zombie side, you go, it's fun. Uh, and I've played that solo a lot, but you go, there can be a lot of things to remember with all your yep. yeah, that, actually, um, skills. I did have Lord of the Rings Journeys in Middle-earth on my original two. Uh, then earlier today, I was thinking, you know, there'd be so many times where I'd just forget one card or one action. Um, and that's why I actually took it off my two because there was so much to remember. Even though I really liked playing it solo, there's so much to remember. I'd be constantly forgetting things. And when you're playing by yourself, you just do the whole thing where you're like, Oh, I'll just pretend it did happen, you know? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. just fine. Yeah. Get, that, get that extra point that saved this character's life and I'll bring him back <laughs> yeah. to life. Yeah, so um, I, I, I do like solo games where you're not constantly like, oh, backtracking and figuring out what I missed and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, and I, and it's quite an easy game to learn. I find the first time you, time you play any game, it's going to take generally like double the time than what it says on the box because you kind of got to learn the mechanics and you're flicking through the rule book to make sure you're getting things right. Um, this is a game that you will you will experience that the first time. It will probably take two hours. It says 60 minutes on the box. But once you understand it, um, it, it runs really quickly and the game flows really well. Um, and I find it's a game that tends to somehow always come down to the wire. So it's like that last, that last dungeon or that last turn. Um, and you're really having to... Um, look at what dice you have available and do I use this dice to kill this monster but then it's going to reveal this monster and then I need to do something else to get rid of that monster and it's, it's a bit of like um, there's, a, there's a fair bit of strategy in the turn play um, and the dice and the dice rolling you kind of got to work with but sometimes you can um, use some abilities to roll that dice again but you might get a worse number the second time or a number mm-hmm. that helps you um, less than what the first number did so um, it's quite it's quite cool. Um, Other players just hold you back am. from the, the hardcore strategy. <laughs> no, well, I actually haven't... Um, with these two games, I haven't um, really played... Uh, I haven't played Set of Watch with people yet at all. Um, it's actually a game that I've received since we've been in isolation. So mm. I haven't been able to play it with others. Um, so I'm not sure how good, whether it would be better or worse playing uh, multiplayer. However, I really did enjoy the solo experience and it wasn't really a game that I'd heard of, but looking at different reviews and things, people seem to throw up Set of Watch as a good new game that was kind of not really hyped, um, but does the solo thing really well, but it's still a game that works really well with multiplayer as well. Cool. Cool. So those are my right. two. All right, Ally, you're up. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to- Are you going last, else. Victor? Well, yeah, because I, I, just in case I, I have the same one as someone. Oh. <laughs> You're going to change your mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What if yours is really sad and pathetic after Ella's? It, it will be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine is like, I was thinking like um, different in terms of difficulty. So one that you can really just get into, start it, like open the box and do it is- um, Legacy of Dragon Halt by Nikki Valen. So it's an FFG game, really great. Because I've, I've always wanted to be part of an RPG group, but it's just hard just getting mm. people together on a regular basis. 
So funnily enough, I've been doing more RPGs now that we're in isolation, now that I can't see people because we do it on Discord. But yeah, Legacy of Dragon Halt is really good. In fact, I have an urge to play it again, but with a different character. What the, so basically, it's an RPG, but you can do it, do it solo. And the narrative is top-notch because of Nikki Valens. So Nikki Valens also made Quirky Circuits. Um, she wrote for uh, Mansions of Madness. So she has that experience in that sense. How, do you know about um, Legacy of Dragon Hall? I've, I've got it sitting on my shelf over there. Oh, it's quite a should... thick book. So it's reading through the little um, yeah. different paragraphs in different places. Um, there's, is there some cat creatures or something like that? Have I... I won't tell you, so for spoilers. Um, but yeah, you know so it's... when you're playing through it, it teaches you how to do it. Oh, it's so it's a bit, so, so sort of like seven continent, well, seven continent less because it doesn't really teach you. But yeah, so I like those games like that. And then segueing into like the harder cat, like the harder game is Mage Knight. Um, Mage Knight is really great solo, but I had the with the pleasure of being taught how to play it. So oh. I didn't have to wade through how to do it. That said, there is a part of that game where it teaches you how to play by playing it. Like you can read through the rules, but there's a, just set it up and play, reveal one by one. I feel like Greg has an opinion on Mage Knight. I do have an opinion on Mage Knight because there's a Star Trek version of it as well. <laughs> mm. Oh, I love Star Trek. Um, I haven't which I didn't buy Star because I, I, again, having someone to teach you Mage Knight must be mm. a godsend because yes. trying to learn it yourself, you have to decipher these rules. It's so technical. Yes. Uh, I went on a rant on Twitter. Like, why does everything have to be read like a technical manual? Talk to me like I'm a normal person. I guess it's because a lot of the people who make it are very you know what's the word brainy yeah. <laughs> so they they we write in a way that is very obtuse or smart Not they everybody. just i guess that's the audience they try to go for um yeah but it's sad um the games are not available then to a lot of people that's true be enjoying it that's yeah, very true so, and what, yeah. what what would you say the mechanics are of mage knight what's the what style of game is it Oh, a dungeon crawler. Um, but also more because maybe because I'm a Euro gamer, it's not the usual, oh, let's go into a dungeon, kill everything. It's more like managing your cards well. So it's more of a puzzle, really, rather than a dungeon crawler. I guess that's what I like about it. Sort of like Gloomhaven 2. You think about it as a dungeon crawler, but really it's about managing those cards, what you, you know, take out, keep, how you use them, in, in what specific order also with Mage Knight, because it's very important. So how you play those cards, yeah. So it's a really great solo game because of the puzzle. Well, if yep. you want something that's similar but less on that scale, it would be Legends of Andor then. So Legends of Andor is pretty good. Yeah. I think I said I didn't buy it, but I did buy it. It's Star Trek Frontier. <laughs> you have every game, Greg. I do. I've have seen game. your room. So that's yeah. So that's the Star this Trek version. FFG also. Oh, I didn't know yeah. they had a Star Trek version. Yeah, see? That's very cool you theme, have shown for sure. that to me. <laughs> <Hey>? <laughs> oh, my well, goodness. Well, I'll let you play it if you show me how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. I have friends who teach me, yeah. It was heaven, yeah. so. We're, 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 we're going to have to friend. do a, a list soon of, like, top 10 space games or something because oh uh, i'm in yeah once when, when they turn a, a theme from a normal game to a space it makes I'm any in. game good <laughs> so. were you impressed that i could just turn around and grab that so yeah, yeah, yeah. so impressed by the way this one I have yeah. It. Yeah, every game in the catalog every game on bgg i have it pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> except for him you got to reel off the 100 games he has in that room and then if there's 
a different game. He has 900 of them bunked up in a dungeon somewhere under the uh, house. Oh, There's more than 100 friend. in this room, my friend. There's a Have you ever bought doubles? Like, oh, I forgot uh, I bought this already. No. <laughs> Once. <laughs> Once. <laughs> but uh, the, you got to tell the infamous Kickstarter story. Come on. Which which infamous? The retailer pledge. Oh, okay. Oh, oh no. One version. But there was this game, oh, so no. The Mask of the Red Death, right? Mm. Which is just a fun little bounce around the clock and um, try and figure out where the Red Death's going to turn up. It didn't seem that expensive at a hundred and something US dollars, um, but that was for six copies. <laughs> so I ended up with like six copies. It was r- ridiculous. That's one of my favourite stories. <laughs> I can't even give them away now. Yeah. <laughs> you can give away there right now. Yeah. You tune in. Hey. <laughs> right, uh, comment, okay, comment, yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Comment, <laughs> likes. Yeah, tell Greg you want one and we'll send you one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was thinking about actually putting Gloomhaven on my list because I played Gloomhaven mm. by myself for the first, like, uh, to learn it, basically. And then I played, like, 30 scenarios that way. And you ma- you meant to make it a little bit harder um, when you mm. play by yourself because you know the um, the timing There's and no surprise, yeah. But I, I didn't, to be, honest, to be honest. I wanted to try to smash through it. Um, but, yeah, that, that, we've been playing with four people. It is such a grind with four people. Maybe I should put it on my list because when I played it on myself, it was like so everything was natural flowing. I could grab a coin without being judged, <laughs> you know. Um, so, so speaking of how such a bad game it is, um, Alice, so you're a guest writer on Frosthaven. I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, love, we love Gloomhaven. How, how's that process? Of um, so. It hasn't started yet. They're of course wrapping, so they just waited for the Kickstarter to. Only, only just the... scrape in the goal too. I and they, know. And they took dogs. a breath. Yeah, it was like, what's <laughs> yeah. million dollars between friends. I was telling him, I was like vibrating with happiness. Can you imagine yeah. you're one day and then you're like a gajillionaire? So... <laughs> <laughs> Alec gets 1% of the profits. I hope so. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're going to send me a packet and I'm going to write the scenario part. So I've been playing a lot of Frosthaven because I'm like, oh my God, I have to be good. Everybody's going to play this game. Like, how many people bought it? Was it like 1,400,000 sure, people? Oh, eight, 8.7 billion people, I think. It's yeah, like... yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it was 14,000 copies or something crazy. Oh, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if it was more than oh, that. We'll look, we'll, I'll look that up while we're still talking. Yeah, but I suppose so like... I sort of vomited in my mouth with the pressure. <laughs> so like, oh. so they, haven't, they haven't finished the, 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 the book yet, the actual scenario no. book ever. Okay. No, no. So they're all processing everything. Um, Even the, because you remember it's uh, it's sort of an escape room. There will be like puzzle aspects to it. They yeah. haven't finished that yet also. Okay. Are they, are they, are they going to give you like a guideline like don't yes okay cool i was gonna say because then no, you could sort be like... of like um like a guidebook this is what the scenario will okay. be like We're... even even with um sea of legends they give me like a because i'm doing that also so sea of legends so they give you a guidebook um sort of parameters of course you can't be doing like strange stuff with the characters <laughs> they've headed me. back to gloomhaven yeah <laughs> now yeah. they're in skyrim <laughs> yeah i know stuff like that oh, i um yeah grab your net <laughs> Yeah. get a butterfly yeah. <laughs> yeah so it was um it's 13 million and 83,000 backers what? that's yeah I, I wanted to write a scenario but mine would be like i'd introduce some oh they were in frankston and, <laughs> you know, i wanted to add in some real aussie sort of bogan stuff yeah. and i know they wouldn't accept it they'd go that's rubbish get out 
They, Did you say yeah. thirteen million backers or thirteen million dollars? Thirteen million dollars, eighty-three thousand backers. Eighty-three thousand. Eighty-three thousand. I knew it was more than you said. What you were you at like thirty or I can't something? Do math. <laughs> I think I think your story scenario has been revoked now. Alan. <laughs> You're not close enough. How how exciting! I unfortunately, and Greg will attest to this. I'm awful at reading and writing. Um, <laughs> I it's I would lo- I do have a, a really creative imagination, but putting that down on a piece of paper. Especially for eighty thousand people, oh, that's that's pressure. I could I could proofread. <laughs> yeah, it for thank you. you. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's oh, no, I'm so I'm no, I don't know. It's both exciting and super scary. Like I want to do well. Oh, I, I, you'll do well. You I will mean, do well. You'll be fine. You'll smash you don't it. know me. You'll <laughs> smash it. <laughs> be totally well, but if if you know the if you know the core of the game and you know the the essence of it, I don't. I think it'd be quite difficult to to mess up if you really passionate about the, the gameplay as well and Frosthaven what a cool like you just watched just watch Game of Thrones take something from that yeah I mean, speaking <laughs> of Game of Thrones King's Dilemma that's, that's, you should oh, King's, we are waiting to play King's Dilemma aren't we John? Oh, it's so oh, good it's, it's yeah. my most anticipated game to play ever I reckon it's yeah. so good uh, like, it was my, whatever it was my you're fa- expecting better like, it was my uh, favorite game from Essen it was just I, mm. pl- I got to play it there and I thought, it was just, what a stupid yeah. little board with the stupid <laughs> little tokens in the middle. And you go, oh, my God, the world is so rich. Yes, it is. It's the writing beautiful. just blows you away. Yeah. And it's so yeah. fun just trash talking. We met this, um, there was an American couple there and they were swearing at each other and at us. And it was hilarious. It was great because they're going, how dare you vote that way, you mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I took it off Greg's shelf just to read the rule book because I was so keen to play it. Oh, you have it. You have, because it's so hard to get the copy, I heard. I yeah, didn't even Gre- know, yeah. Greg does own it, but we we set up like time. We're like, oh, we're going to play this four-player, five-player, and then ISO hit. Some bloody virus came along so, and ruined everything. Shame. Do you know that we play it online? Like we play it online, you use the spreadsheet. It's the same experience. It's really good. That yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah, you should try it. Well, look, we've put it off long enough. Yeah. What are your games? <laughs> um, the, fir- the first one that I selected, I I played with multiple people first, and then played it by myself to really learn the rule book. It's actually Dark Souls, the board game. Um, that, that's a grind. Like, that is grind. yeah. That board game is also really like hard to video. learn. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, learn in sense like the rule books all over the place. Like you're constantly backtracking, and you can't play and learn at the same time like you can mm. with games like Gloomhaven and stuff like that. It's it's like you've got to read the rule book back to front. Um, and then once you get to the boss fight, it's like a whole nother level of like gameplay because um, the bosses move different to every other enemy um, and uh, every boss moves differently. So it's like constantly changing. But with when, when you play with more than one person, two, three, four people, you've got to split the loop between multiple people. So you end up having one character that's just this, got every sword, every shield upgrades and everything because you only get a limited amount of souls per room to yeah. spend on these really expensive weapons. And so there's always at least one or two players of a group that just have no equipment and they're one hit and they're dead. So, but when, yeah, you play, yeah. when you play by yourself with one character, you get all that loot and you become yeah. a beast just okay. like in the real Dark yeah. Souls board. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You become, and you choose everything and you maneuver in every way. Whereas, uh, yeah, when you're playing multiple people, it's like you just, 
you have that weapon, it's fine. I'll just keep using the base one. So when I've played it by myself, I've definitely experienced, uh, enjoyed it more. And I'm a massive fan of the video game too. And which My is... son too. He was like excited about that. Can you buy me the board game? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's, it's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive and the uh, expansions are plenty. So yeah. yeah, and I don't think he would read through the rules. I think he was expecting like just whack 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 but oh you're gonna read through a rule book it can be <laughs> but then you've got nodes and then all these yeah. little sub rules and stuff so that was my first game i've played that quite a few times for myself um probably my most played game by myself other than gloomhaven because that goes forever mm. uh, and the other one i had was actually and i i played it recently by myself just to test it out because i only ever played it with another person was actually chronicles of crime um, oh, it's great! Yeah, yes, right. I, I I found that we we discussed this a few podcasts ago, but I found that when I play it with somebody else, there's it's hard to sort of be like, oh, what do you think we should do? Even though you want to do something, um, where Josh suggested that you split every sort of area into a, a separate player, so right. um, one oh, one player yeah. has the scientist and the other the criminology guy, and then the other player has the other ones. But by, by yourself, you, it really moves fast, um, mm. and you got no one to blame but yourself when you fail it at the end. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. I find with the reason why I think it's helpful splitting because um, that person is then in charge. Like whenever you look at a crime scene, they can think of it from that perspective. So you can think of it from a criminologist perspective or a scientist perspective. So it's an RPG now. <laughs> no, no, but you're kind of focusing on the crime scenes and the, yeah. the discussions from your character's perspective kind of thing. Um, whereas when you're playing solo, you kind of have to look at it and be like, okay, can the criminologist, can the criminologist use this one and then we'll pass it to the scientists. Can they do anything with it? Um, but I'm really keen for the the uh, the new um, Chronicles of Crime as well. That's just finished up on Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah I played Absolutely. that. That was cool. Yeah, the dog. You have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, it's a greyhound. Yeah. Amazing. But yeah, it's uh, it is one of those things where uh, you've only got a limited amount of scenarios, but um, you you can you can get user created ones as well. And I have had a quick look at those, and they they seem okay. Uh, but it is one of those games that's like. Yeah, when you're in control by yourself, there's there's no uh, second guessing, which can be good, I guess, in a crime scene. But <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> can I add something? I totally forgot. Now that you said Chronicles of Crime, this one is pretty. Oh no, I should put it oh, in there my we go. face. So the Adventure Games is really good. Also, oh, have you wow. played this? Oh, it's so good. So this Adventure Game series is, um, I think it's like they're they're going towards like the final hey, four. Oh yes. I just got them in the mail yesterday. I'm so They're excited. They're so to play good. Them. You should do them. It's a great solo. And it's like the, if there's a spectrum of like Chronicles of Grime, like point and click adventures, I think this is like the final form. So yeah, this is like, yeah. yeah, it's really good. So because this one has crafting, you can actually craft the cards together. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I like really those. Good. I like that sort of thing. I like, I it's like kind it. of yeah. like what Unlock does, I think, a little bit, where mm. if you play the Unlock games, it's like you find a blue item and then you find some red items and it's like, yeah. and these combined and you didn't then find that card in the deck and yeah, you've made something else. So. Yeah. See, my, uh, I'm going to tell you this, it's going to be bad, but I do really enjoy those Unlock Exit games because they're like very. Um, it's just random puzzles. I don't mm. like random puzzles, whereas this one is like a cohesive story. Yeah. So yeah. not bagging on, like, if you like it, that's fine. But I'm more like, 
uh, this doesn't make sense. This is like a puzzle out of nowhere. You press buttons. Why? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I like more of that experience where it's part of the story. So it's one yeah. genre I haven't gone into yet. Yeah, honestly. either have I. That's like, no, that so sounds good. good. It sounds yeah. good. Uh, high pressure. <laughs> yeah, people have mixed thoughts on the unlock and exit games, and I can completely understand that, especially the exit ones, because it's like you actually break the components as you play, so you literally play it once. Oh, and that's okay. It. And you can't. I never break else. anything in the oh, legacy really? game. I never even do. if even if it like tells you like bend this card um, this way so that you can look at. Oh, uh, I guess an exit. Yeah, we did. Um, without the spoiler, I had to like sew something together and then oh, my friends cool. were like this is not gonna happen this is, this is not that and then it worked i'm like look how good i am <laughs> I, I i love a board game that has wear and tear on it i'm, not, I'm i've always been that kind, kind, kind of guy none of this stuff i'm ever gonna sell like, even if i do what i've got 100 bucks for it it's having something in mint condition unless it's like a comic book or something i want it i want it to have wear that's why i like books because when you finish with them they're just they're tattered, especially if they're fat books. Like, so I'll I'll be like, yeah, I'll bend that. Like, <laughs> no, I'm the opposite of you. I like sleeve. We like Clank Legacy is sleeve. I'm the same. So yeah, I'm the same. Um, if they're collector cards like Magic the Gathering, I'm all about sleeving. But if it's like a game that I can't resell one day, then I'm just like, who cares? I'm never going to remember that this particular card has a slight fold in the top left, and this is like six cards. So one of the other ones I'm looking forward to is um. That Time of Destinies, which is by Lucky Duck Games. It's another app. Yeah, Legend Time little, of Destinies. The yeah, with the little QR code. Card. Yeah, it's sort yeah, of in yeah. that Joan of Arc um, yeah. um, world. So I'm really looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah, yeah. The game that I've been wanting to play now, it's so random, is that I don't even know what it's called. You guys probably know. It's the one where uh, you look at the TV and that guy, the death guy, he's like, he tells you to... It's like oh, all timed. Maybe, yeah. It's like on a well, DVD. Yeah, the, the old school. Like the VHS thing. Yeah. 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 Any times <laughs> and stuff. And like he like yell at yeah. you and like, I want to play that. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was, um. there's actually a new version of that, which is a digital one. Yeah. Yeah. The old VHS. And it was made by a company called A Couple of Cowboys. And they were two of the reporters from Simon Townsend's Wonderworld who actually made millions when that came out because it was innovative. No one else had done it before. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, you know, speaking of innovation, is is Chronicles of Crimes games like that? Um, you know, we I, when I Greg first told me about, it, I was like, "How's this gonna work?" You know, I'm just gonna yeah. be pointing my phone. I'm not gonna re really be feeling it. But every well, scenario time, I do, I'm upset. It's one less scenario I have to play. Well, Time of Destinies is the similar thing, similar apps, but it's more of a board game, less of a card exp exploration. So I think you'll love it, Victor, when that okay. one comes out. Yeah, cool. All right. Well. Uh, the only th other thing I wanted to quickly mention was was um, you both were at Essen, which you quickly touched on before. Unfortunately, not all of us can go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I would I would like to go one day, so maybe we'll, we'll make that trip because it sounds like there's a lot of board games there that um, you know. There are a lot of board games, period. Yeah, oh, yeah, but ones ones that are like early releases or like prototypes that you can get your hands on pretty quick um, yeah. before everybody else. Uh, are you guys going to go back next year, do you think? Or if, yeah, if we're out of the country. I'm sure by then. <laughs> oh, even if it's this year, I'm not going. I'm scared to be stuck. Because at Gamma, we True. were almost stuck. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it's pretty great, Essen. Um, it, it's, it's super hectic also. Like, there will be days when you can't move. Um, like, I gave up on going on, on one in one wing. I'm like, Danny, no, that's, that's it. I'm sitting down <laughs> here. You go in, yeah. 
but yeah, but, uh, what I enjoyed about SN is that because everybody is there, you get to see like little publishers also you would never see, but they're like they're a ton of people from Thailand, Korea, and they all have their, some, some of the countries get funding from the government. So they would be actually sent by the government to go there and have a booth. So that I, I enjoy that part about, because it's more a fair versus like um, Gen Con, which is more like a buying con so mm. this one is more like a fair so families are there there's a lot of um kids games food is good so fingers, and fingers crossed we can get something like that oh you can drink as well okay oh you can drink yeah the americans go wild oh my god we can go around and drink yeah like, <laughs> come to australia that's what you can do yeah. <laughs> there's nothing like there's nothing better than a beer and then fries with gravy all over it and big fat sausages and, and pretzels you can oh. buy like really good pretzels and yeah Oh, so good. Yeah. And it's very expensive though. <laughs> yeah. It is. But I, well, look, I think it was, I don't know, it was 37 or 40 euros, I think, for four days. Like it's, you can't see everything in that time unless you, because um, it's exhausting. But yeah. I did enjoy seeing the really young families there. Oh, I, yeah. And the, better proportion of um, goers, like Gen Con, it's like testosterone everywhere. So this is more like a mix of women and, like, you know, a good mix. Like, families actually come there and they have kids with them playing, so. Well, we got to make sure the next generation keeps playing because one thing that scares me a little bit, and I'm not, I'm not sure if it's um, just our channel, but that under-22 group does not watch any of our videos. We're like, it's all 30-year-olds and up. Um, so I'm not sure if that's a trend in board games, but definitely got to get the younger generation in for sure. Uh, I, I don't know. Because I was, I haven't been looking at that, but my mine skews younger. I was surprised actually. Okay. So yeah, on Instagram it's young. I'm like, oh, I have a young audience. Oh, well, I, I I bring yeah. ours up a few, <laughs> few generations. And look, my son's better like board games because this is their inheritance here. There's, <laughs> there's nothing yeah. else. You know. But also, like I've never, I didn't when I was in my twenties. I didn't play board games. It's only yeah. now that I've been playing. So you never know when they start. So but if they're, I have a feeling because I was a big video gamer also. Yeah. I'm just a big gamer in general. And so it was just an easy segue into board games. I, yeah. I, I would recommend, uh, look, I, I played the video games since I was four. Um, and I was playing GTA when I was like, you know, eight. Um, but I would always recommend board games over video games as, as, for younger audiences. Um, not that there's anything wrong with video games. Like, I honestly don't care. But I think in, in, sense of, in terms of board games, like, I already find that, because I've only been in the, the hobby for two years, um, I've already find that I pick up a board game and I can pick it up so much quicker than I used to. Whereas video games, you pick them up and you know how to play them in the, the first five minutes. So there's... I guess because you're interacting with it more. Um, definitely, yeah. I, I recommend to all my mates that have kids to get them into board games. Yeah. Um, good learning tool, I reckon. Yeah, good luck forcing them though. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. my son, I'm like, he asked me, like, he, I remember that I, I put on Twitter because I have like a ton of board games, right? And he was like, we're, one night, it was like, I need to go out. Why? I'm playing Axis and Allies with my friends. I'm like, what about me? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are Devo. you playing with me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he still plays. He's actually playing on Discord. He plays um, Warhammer. With his, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, I'd... he plays with more tabletop. Yeah. Oh, I guess because it wouldn't be as, as expensive, the online hobby of it all <laughs> yeah well the painting is expensive like yeah, I, I did yeah. i did try to get into warhammer once when i was uh 
like 15, 16, and yes, yeah, a year of pocket money gone. Uh, <laughs> it's my money gone. Yeah, it's not sure. even his. He's yeah. 13. He can't even work. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, that was really cool to have you. Um, all your social medias will be in the description as well. Um, you post, you, you're our uh, ideal. Uh, we we want to be like you when it comes to Twitter because we don't use it and we should. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're on it every day. You're building a, a, a audience there um, who probably hang on your every word. Whereas we post something and uh, you know we'll get a like from a spam company or something. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm on all the time, so I guess it's like. I know the people I'm talking to. Yeah, fair enough. I guess we, yeah. we translate really well to video. So like our, our audience, like they always like, oh, we bought this game because of you. And it's like, oh, it's such a nice, nice That's feeling. Nice, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I think Dice Throne owes us like, you know, 20 bucks or something by now. <laughs> yeah. oh. Just 20. <laughs> 2.6 million. Yeah. Twitter is for publishers anyway. Like it's a way to network with publishers. So if you want to let publishers know who you are we that's exist Twitter it is yeah josh that's that's your job from now on no. <laughs> yeah no worries <laughs> i'm in yeah all right well thank you so much for joining us um again uh, all of Alice's social medias will be in the description don't go check out her podcast as well i've had a a, a listen um again because i know danny as well it's like it's all I, all I see um so yeah go check her out thank you very much for joining us thanks guys um this podcast can be found on like Spotify. It's on Anchor. Again, the links will be in the descriptions for those as well. All right. Thank you very much for watching or listening. Until next time, see ya. See, see ya. ya.